Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. PodCraft is the show all about podcasting, from launching your show to monetization and everything in between. I'm Colin Gray, joined as always by Matthew McLean. How are you doing, Matthew? Hello there. It's lovely to be here. Indeed, as always, eh? Uh, it's not a bad day outside today. Scotland is suddenly warming up for the spring, for the Things summer. Things are looking up, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's pretty nice here just now. Yeah, it's all right. Hope it's all right where you are, dear listener. Uh, if you've been listening along to this season, then you know that this season we're covering podcast equipment. So we're going back into all of the equipment that you need to run a podcast, from the basics, which is a microphone, right up to some of the more advanced stuff like mixers, recorders. And this time around, we're covering those things in between that are often not talked about, the, the bits and bobs from cables to stands to anything else, Matthew? What else have we got? It's pretty much cables, stands, connections, things like connections, that, isn't it? headphones, yeah. pop so, filters, that kind of stuff, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, bo- the boring stuff, but yeah. the necessary stuff. Yeah, so. totally. So if you listen to the microphones episode, for example, a few episodes ago, you'll have heard us talk about the fact that some microphones need stands, some don't. Um, we'll talk about those stands here. Pretty much every microphone, well, actually, that's, I was going to say every microphone needs a cable, but actually a lot of USB mics come with their cables, obviously, don't they? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but we'll talk about the cables you need, the different types. If you don't know your XLR from your quarter inch, from your TRS to your TRRS to your TS to all the weird acronyms then we'll go through a bit of that today god i'm excited already (laughs) this is the boring one but we'll try and make it as interesting as possible um and actually it is pretty essential like there's no point in buying a 200 300 microphone and then plugging it into a one dollar cable and totally ruining the signal so it is important Uh, before we jump in i will say uh if you need more on this if you need more detail on all of the equipment setup or anything else in podcasting pop along to our podcast host academy the podcast host academy is where we've got all of our uh, in-depth courses you know videos tasks um, all sorts of stuff on how you set up your equipment all the setups that we use and everything else as well from launching your show to monetization to growth everything in between and if you have any personal questions you can obviously help us uh, sorry we can help you even in our live coaching calls that we have every couple of weeks and the forums as well we've got a really active community it's been really ramping up recently hasn't it a lot of people coming in and contributing well so if you fancy any of that extra help around the equipment that we're talking about this season or anything else in podcasting, pop over to pod.academy, pod.academy, and you'll find the Podcast Host Academy there. So let's do the first bit, which is about I always stumble over. What the heck do you call them? What do you, <laughs> like, so sockets, jacks? Yeah, this is an interesting one because uh, I don't really know like the correct terms myself for stuff. So yeah, you've yeah. got like jacks, you've got plugs, you've got ports, sockets, um, <laughs> all sorts of different terminology. And basically, all all I really say is like you've got the plug, the mail, if you like. Yeah. And I call the um, the ports. I call them jacks. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if it's accurate or the not. Audio jack. To, yeah, yeah, the jack. So yeah, the yeah. jack is the hole yeah. and the plug is the, the long, hard bit. Um, <laughs> oh, this has got interesting. Uh, so, That's why they're called male and female. Exactly, yeah. So um, whatever you do, don't go on to like audio production forums or anything like that and ask because the people on those are like the worst folk on earth. Um, yeah. Apart yeah. from our forum, obviously, yes. which is all very friendly. But um, yeah, so I, I think for the purpose of this episode, I'll talk about... Um, plugs and jacks okay so plug being the male and jacks being the female cool okay um so cables um 
Let's start with, I mean, the one that most people are working with is the USB, isn't it? Do we mm. need to worry much about that? Like most USB mics. I would mics. say so, yeah. yeah. I mean, and for a lot of folk, the USB, we've, we've talked about this already, the USB yeah. mic will be fine for yeah. the duration of their podcasting yeah. life. Yeah. Um, but presumably, if you're listening to this, you're maybe interested in expanding out your, more, your yeah. setup a wee bit more. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, pretty much any USB, I don't think I've ever bought a USB mic that didn't come with a cable. So generally, if it's a USB mic you're going with, it'll come with the right thing. Um, and in fact, some mics like the uh, the MV5 came with a few different USB cables, didn't it? It came with a USB cable for mobile. Plug it into your lightning connector on your iOS. Plug into normal computer. Uh, I think, did it come with Android? Can't remember. But there's a few of them come mm-hmm. with a few different cables. Yeah, a couple of different options. Even if it's USB, yeah. Okay, cool. So let's skip over that then and go to the complicated ones, which comes to, so it's XLR, quarter inch, 3.5 mil, all that stuff. Like what, tell me about that then. What's the difference? between XLR, quarter inch, 3.5? Yeah, the XLR is kind of the, the most common one, I would say. Yeah. So um, again, it always the beauty of audio having to describe the, <laughs> the physicality of these yeah, things. Yeah. So what would you say, like a circular hood with three little pins inside yeah, it? it's the big one, isn't it? Like the rest the of them one. just look like kind of headphone plugs, mm-hmm. but with like either bigger or smaller. Whereas the XLR is a different one, isn't it? It's big. It's like a it's like a one P or a one cent piece mm-hmm. in, in diameter with three points in it. Yeah. Yeah. Aye. And the, the quarter inch jack is the, like you say, the, the big sort of, um, Again, how would you describe it? It just looks like your standard mobile phone headphone jack, yeah. but on but steroids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and the thing about quarter inch and XLR, they, they're generally used for the same purposes. And in a lot of them, um, we've talked about digital recorders, mixers and things like that. A lot of the ports that you'll see for that take your XLR, they'll also take quarter inch. They're yeah, referred yeah. to as combo jacks. Yeah. Um, I remember the first time I saw somebody a few years ago like plugging the that, quarter yeah. inch in. Yeah, I yeah. was like, whoa, <laughs> what sorcery is this? Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah. yeah, it took me an embarrassingly long time to realise that. The fact that, yeah, you look at your mixer, you've got the, the obviously the XLR, the big round circular plugs, but inside them in the middle, there's this little quarter inch mm. hole. You can yeah. just plug it into the same one. It's cool. Not always, but, but a lot of the time. More often than newer that, yeah. gear, yeah. Yeah, totally. So yeah, combo jacks. So the, the difference being really, um they're they're similar quality aren't they in terms of there's no they're, they're both pro kit connections really by xlr the big advantage is that it takes power doesn't it that's right yeah we've talked about i think before we've talked about phantom power yeah which yeah. sounds a lot more exciting than it is <laughs> basically uh, if you plug a condenser mic in it requires a power source and you just press yeah. a button on your interface on your mixer yeah. and that'll basically fire it up yeah yeah so if you do have a condenser mic for example but you only have a quarter inch cable that's not going to work because the quarter inch cable isn't going to power the microphone itself you do need xlr for that so that's i mean that's the only real requirement if you're thinking do i will my quarter inch cables work um if it's phantom power then no but if it's if it's not phantom power if it's a dynamic mic then it'll work just fine what about a uh, balanced um the term balanced cable unbalanced cable that's yeah. something that, that you hear about sometimes yeah totally it's to do with the protection against interference isn't it like the kind of thing you get from a mobile phone or power or like if your cables are going alongside a power cable which you should be keeping them separate anyway shouldn't you like keeping your audio cables away from your power cables but is it is it the fact that a balanced cable is more protected is that right 
Yeah, balanced. And it, what the thing I've heard again, like I've got a way of explaining these things. Like I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe <laughs> I don't. Um, is that the the signal and the power are traveling along a cable, yeah. and a balanced is just able to moderate that. Whereas yeah. an unbalanced cable, it's getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's probably a very layman esque uh, <laughs> description. But more, again, you probably don't have to worry about this. Yeah, most no, of the cables you get are balanced, um, yeah. and most people aren't dealing with like thirty feet of cable. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a pretty short piece of cable yeah, that totally. most folk will have in their studio. Yeah, so yeah. we should have Matt on this show, shouldn't we? Matt Boudreau. He's yeah, the, he's the one that writes the about better Matt. <laughs> the better Matt. Uh, Matt's a part of our part of the podcast host team. Helps out on the the podcast host academy forums, for example, when there's a really technical question this comes up i mean matthew and i know um a fair bit more than average i would have said about equipment but then matt knows the kind of real detail of the the technicals of it and he's written so he's written a cables article for us didn't he, he where sure he covered has, this yeah. exact thing should so, have just read it out yeah <laughs> so he covered all the all the difference to, if you want to know basically more about balanced versus unbalanced um and i'm sure there's something in there around mono versus stereo cables there's something to do with balanced and unbalanced and you, you'll find that in do you know that or? yeah that's where we we need to sort of mention ts trs and trrs and that basically means so when you're looking at the when you're looking at the jacks of these type of cables and this applies to your 3.5 millimeter Uh uh, plugs as well so when you're looking at the the plug if you like there's little rings over them yeah so like your ts1 just has this one little ring around it yeah yeah and the that black ring on the silver isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah so you would refer to that as a mono cable uh-huh. trs means that there's like you've got tip sleeve and then it's tip ring sleeve so yeah. that bumps up to stereo uh-huh. and i think that goes from unbalanced to balanced mm, then yeah that's what i was thinking as well yeah of course you are <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got um tip ring ring sleeve so that's something that you'll see on your more modern uh pair of headphones that you'll get with your smartphone yeah, yeah. and basically that extra ring means that it can now travel both ways yeah so you can can use the little microphone you yeah. could do your hands-free phone call yeah or you can get like the pc headset that will do that as well yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah ts trs and trrs and it's just to do with the, the little rings over them yeah totally and the trrs is what foxes people sometimes isn't it because you can have problems when you plug a trrs headset like your mobile phone headset with a mic in it into a normal recorder and sometimes it doesn't work like it's a total random i've tried it with some recorders not with others and yeah so just be aware of which kind you're using and if you're using like a a normal digital recorder or a mixer or an interface you really just want a trs or a ts um but you do get adapters don't you like ones that take yeah. a TRRS and turn it into a TRS. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever used one. But. Yeah. Yeah. We've got one here. Um, it lets you plug the one that we've got here actually, it lets you plug into your mobile phone. So you plug a, one end into your mobile phone and you get two cables out coming out the other end and you can plug a mic into one and uh, headphones into the other. So it kind of splits out the two. So yeah, the 3.5 mil is the final one, which is basically just your standard headset, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, so you're, you're, the normal thing you would plug Very into your smartphone, into your Walkman, whatever it might be. So that's the one that most people will, you, you know, that's the one everyone will have seen a lot because it's the headphones that plug into everything. Um, I'll finish, I, I was trying, I was going to say, but I didn't finish it off. If you do want to find out more about this, um, Matt has written an article that I mentioned on cables. You'll find that over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash cables. 
And I'll write that down just now because I haven't created that yet. I love the <laughs> retrospective link making. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's sometimes they come out, don't they? The articles come up that you want to link to. And uh, yeah, so thepodcasthost.com forward slash cables. And I'll link to Matt's um, big article. So if you, if you want anything about balanced, unbalanced, TES, TRRS, all that stuff, it's all in there. And like I said, if you are in the academy as well, just post your questions in the forum and Matt will jump in and give you all the technical knowledge that you would ever require. <laughs> Okay. Um, what else on cables, Matthew? Anything else? I guess, like, um, uh, just a mention for a couple of different things, like when you're buying a cable. So there are obviously like loads of different uh, brands and makes and stuff like that. Um, and I think to start like listing off like this make and that make yeah, yeah. might not be so helpful. I would just say that it's one of the simplistic things of when you go on Amazon and there's a cable for you know, two pounds and then somebody else is selling one for like 12 pounds. The 12 pound one's probably going to be better. And I imagine, you know, quality is reflected by price. I know when you go up right up the top of the range, you've got the, what are they called again? Gold, um, something gold and they literally are gold plated. Yeah. Yeah. You get, you get quite a lot of cables that are gold plated or silver plated, don't you? Mm. So, yeah, when you're when you're buying a cable, you know if you've if you've spent a lot of money on your microphone, it's good not to go in and get yeah. like a two pound two yes. dollar cable. You know, yeah. but don't break the bank, but try and sort of go between the sort of ten and maybe thirty dollar range, depending yeah. on your yeah. budget. Yeah. And when you're looking at the lens as well, it's a funny one because the shorter cables are more expensive, aren't they? Like you'll get a you'll get a brand of cable. But it will be available in like one foot, two foot, three foot. And the more you pay, the shorter the cable. And <laughs> really? I, I've never seen that. Yeah, I believe that's the case. Yeah, like the shorter cables are, um, again, I'm setting myself up here for a yeah, fail. I think I'm, I've no, seen it. I'm, I'm committing to this. I'm committing to this. The shorter, the more expensive. And uh, that's because nobody, like, unless there's a really good reason to have a huge cable, yeah, it just becomes yeah. a pain and there's more chance it getting broken as well yeah, so yeah well price aside even if it is um more expensive if you think you'd rather if it is more expensive or longer cable if you think you'd like to get it just in case the quality degrades doesn't it like yeah. you want the the longer your cable is um the more chance you have of picking up interference of there being a fault in that cable there's more cable to break you know all that stuff um and also just makes a mess as well uh but beware not to make it too short like we <laughs> we measured so we tried to set up our cables in here mm. last year, didn't we? And we measured the distances we needed exactly. Um, and we bought cables to those distances. But we found in a couple of cases, we hadn't really accounted for the fact that the cable includes like a three or four inch XLR jack on one end mm-hmm. and the other end and that actually takes up a good bit of distance and then you've got the fact that it plugs into the mixer so it goes up before going along yeah it's not just a direct as the crow <laughs> yeah, flies exactly yeah. you're wanting a bit of play aren't yeah, you like yeah. you're wanting a bit of yeah. especially if it's one of the cables that's going into the mic you know we've got yeah. a setup here where we've got an xlr cable running from a recorder to our mixer yes. and that's pretty stationary it's pretty yeah. static yeah. Yeah. but you know when the xlr is coming into the boom arm as it does we might want to move it around a bit yeah. so you're wanting a bit of play aren't yeah, you totally um on the yeah. subject of that probably worth um if we're inventing links it's worth putting <laughs> a link to remember when we totally tidied up the studio yeah, we yeah. did everything cable tidy. Yeah, that's we did, what I mean. yeah. did a full article on that yeah, cool. um 
I don't know if you could come up with maybe Slash Studio or something like that. Slash, what about Slash Tidy? Slash Tidy, that's pretty a good one. I like sure, pretty that. sure we've not used that. Pretty sure we've not used Slash Tidy. <laughs> so thepodcasthost.com forward slash tidy. And that'll show you, yeah, your attempt last year, wasn't it, to turn our nest attempt. of cables? It was a successful venture. <laughs> Sorry, it was. You're absolutely right. It was successful. Um, it, it was. It genuinely was. It was great. We had to change a few things, like you say, afterwards, because it was the first time we tried some of like that, wasn't it? But it was. It was great. It was cool. We were tidy for a while. And then I moved all the desks and ruined it. Yep. Uh, it's, uh, it's looking fine now, though, unless you look under the desk. Yeah, that's the trouble. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, aye, so length, uh, price. I think So last thing on price, I think cables are actually one of the things that are really worth going to just your local music shop mm, and asking mm. in there. Because like they, they'll sell standard XLR, quarter-inch cables, um, and it'll be because cables are rel- a relative commodity anyway. It's not like the cost of fortune. So you can go in there, ask some advice, get some decent quality cables and not pay much more than you would online, but ensure you get a good quality set. Mm-hmm. Like I said. Yeah. So it's one of the ones you can get locally. Um, final thing on cables is RCA. What's RCA? Yeah, it's probably not worth spending any real time on because it's something that, you know, the listener will probably... Rarely, if ever, used, yeah. but yeah, just in case, just in case they hear of it, yeah, it's a you've seen them before, so it's basically like a little Y shaped cable, uh-huh. um, with a, a red side and a white side. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. again, they've got this little sort of hood on it, uh, on the red and white ends, yeah. and it's basically they're known as phone cables as well. So you could basically you could use them to connect a source to your mixer or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you could bring in, you know music from somewhere you could yeah. connect but yeah they're 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 rarely used in podcasts i would yeah. say i think yeah. they're pretty they're more sort of consumer level they're yeah. the sort of yeah. thing you will get on the back of your like consumer speakers and yeah, your yeah. stereo in your house yeah so these uh, these phono cables the the well there is an input on our mixers we've got the yamaha mg10 right in front of us and for what i always see people using them for is like plugging in kind of Aye, consumer level stuff like a tape deck. Mm. <laughs> Not anymore, to be honest, but like a CD player or something like that. It's just a headphone output into the two split phono. So yeah, just in case you come across the term RCA, phono, phone cables, whatever it might be, um, that's what they're for. Uh, and yeah, you might want to use them at some point, but they're, they're kind of outdated by now, aren't they? Let's move on to the other bits then. I think that covers cables, doesn't it? What about stands? There's probably not a huge amount to go into here, but just what are the different kinds of stands that people can get for their mics? Yeah, well, in podcasting, the boom arm is obviously very, very common. But, you know, don't uh, don't write off the normal standard microphone stand, the, yeah, yeah. the musician stand, if you like, yeah. because a lot of people, you know, whether you're talking about your topic yeah. or whether you are a voice actor doing some audio drama, yeah, yeah. standing yeah. up can really enhance a performance. Yeah. It could really raise the, the energy mm-hmm. of what you're saying and stuff like that. So a lot of podcasters will do their shows standing up. Yeah. And for that, you're obviously better just getting a, a normal mic stand. Yeah. And the beauty of them is they are pretty flexible that you can use it sitting down too yeah, you just yeah. need to jimmy about with it a wee yeah, bit yeah, but yeah. um yeah the normal mic stand i mean you, you can pick some of them up for like you know under a tenor yeah and totally. unlike your cable you know as long as you don't uh play about with it too much and it Aye. falls apart it, yeah. w- it will actually serve its purpose yeah totally just to attempt a quick description just in case you're not entirely sure what we mean and when we say a normal mic stand we mean something like you would see on a stage like yeah, a, a musician, musician using but 
often they will actually have a boom on them, a type of boom. Like, so you'll have the vertical stand sits on the floor, stand comes up like five foot or something, but on the top, you'll have an arm on there and you can move it around. So you can move it around a little. So that's what we mean by a kind of standard normal mic stand. So you, a lot of people might have that behind their desk. I've seen people using that, you know, it sits behind their computer desk and the arm might just kind of move around so that they can bring it forward and back. But it's not that flexible, it takes up a bit of space, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So the boom stand is the type of stand that actually clamps onto the side of your desk and it's an arm that bends back and forth um, and the mic kind of hangs off the end. Um, worth, a bit more radio style, isn't it? Yeah, totally. You can move them around so easily. They don't take much space. You can kind of push them out of the way really easily when you when you want rid of them. Um, if you want to find one, go on to um, our site. We've reviewed a bunch of them, actually. So if you go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash boom, B-O-O-M, you'll find our review of all the kind of best boom stands around. Um, the one we're using, just to mention a couple of brands, I suppose, like we use in the studio here, we've got the Rode, it's the, the NT8, no, wait a minute, that's not right, is it? The NT1, is that right? Hold on a second, we'll look this up. The PSA one, that's what I meant. The NTA one's the microphone, isn't it? It's the Rode mic. Uh, so yeah, the P- Rode PSA one is the sort of swivel-mounted boom arm. Um, great quality, can hold a heavy weight. That's, I mean, that's the big difference between the cheap ones and the not-so-cheap ones for me, isn't it? It's like they can hold a big heavy mic. So we've got the Rode... Uh, Procasters in here, Podcaster next door, and they are heavy microphones, like the the kind of the ten pound uh, newer version. Like the the newer boom stand we used for a while actually worked just fine with our um, yeah, I like that Samsung Q2Us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's like that said, that's good value. You yeah. Know, yeah, low low money, yeah, low yeah. output. Yeah, I, totally. I can't speak. <laughs> it costs less. If you have something like the Samsung Q2U, um, a little a littler dynamic mic, for example, the newer type boom stands, newer as in the brand name newer, so N-E-E-W-E-R, they're only like 10, 15 quid, works just fine. But if you have a big heavy pro kind of mic, like a Procaster or, um, I don't know, the high LPR 40 or something like that, you probably need something like the PSA one, just in case, just to hold the weight. Um, so yeah, that's the stands. You also get desk stands as well. Yeah, so we talk a lot about the Samsung Q2U, uh, pretty much your favourite mic, the, the one we recommend the most, and yeah. it works as a USB and an XLR, yeah. and you get a little desk stand with it, which is, you know, great to get you started, yeah. but the, there's issues with the, the little desk stands. One of them is just, like, it's not very flexible. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, if you've got, like, guests, if you're doing mm-hmm. interviews, if they start knocking the table or, yeah, yeah. you know, drumming on the table, your boom arm, it's, it's basically shock-mounted that the the vibrations aren't going to make its way up into the microphone, whereas these desk stands, like everything that hits the table is going to go into the microphone. So a desk stand, you know, great for maybe your first couple of episodes, but be mindful of it and try and try and look to get yourself a sort of proper stand, if you like. Or on the go, like we use desk stands for, if we're recording in a location, don't we sometimes, just because it's kind of hard to carry four boom stands with us. (laughs) Um, But yeah, do the job early. Uh, in terms of other bits, a couple more things we'll cover. Pop filters, for example. Um, 
not I keep saying quick and then we take 10 minutes to go through it don't we but <laughs> pop filters surely uh, if you search pop filters on Amazon there's really nothing much to worry about on these like they either f- you know they just clamp onto your boom stands um, they go in front of your mic and it helps protect from pops from um, a wee bit of sibilance that kind of thing doesn't it like they're, they're basically to, to stop those um, pops and plosives going into your mic anything to really worry about in terms of choosing a pop filter I'm not even using one. No. What, what a YOLO. No. <laughs> uh, well, they, funnily enough, the Procasters have got them built in though, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> pop filters, again, you know, it's one of those you get what you pay for things. I've went for ones that are like three pounds <laughs> and the little... Yeah. Because they've got that sort of flexible neck on them, and they've oh, got yeah. they've got a clamp, which you know if the clamp's not very good, you, yeah. it soon won't Just clamp, falls off. <laughs> and then it's not fit for purpose anymore. So I've actually had a, a boom arm for eh, not a boom arm, a pop pop filter for a while, where I've wrapped the flexible neck around the stand yeah, yeah. and like pulled it over. Yeah. So yeah, don't go for the the fifty pence one, the very cheapest, because yeah. you'll get like one episode out of it. Yeah, you get um we we write about the Yeti a bit, the blue. Yeti on our website because it's such a popular mic and people want to know about it um and we've got an accessories article like if you want to see this you go onto thepodcasthost.com search for blue yeti accessories and they've got their own pop filter and it costs like 50 quid or something it's ridiculously expensive mm. but i hear i've never actually played with it but it's supposedly very good quality but yeah probably somewhere in between <laughs> a good, that's the thing though like how good can it be yeah exactly really? yeah, <laughs> yeah. it stopped the pops that's like the only thing it needs yeah, to do yeah. so aye and it doesn't need to move around it just needs to be in one place the whole time yeah so i don't know yeah 15 20 quid will get you a decent one won't it yeah um we used with the samsung q2 we we used just like the um shields microphone shields mm-hmm. instead they're like the foam hats that you put on so it actually goes onto the mic uh you often get them in funny colors like you'll see them on the telly like a big red uh head over the top of the mic and they work reasonably well they're not as effective as a proper pop shield are they but they take off a bit of the plosives yeah yeah i mean especially if you're again if you're on location they're really good just yeah. to stick on your mics um, especially again you're interviewing maybe somebody that doesn't speak in a mic ever and you know they try and basically put their mouth on the thing so yeah. pretty yeah. good to have the foam pop shield yeah. for both audio quality and hygiene because <laughs> you could bin it <laughs> later on yes <laughs> cool okay so that's pop filters uh we've got a little section on pop filters in our best microphones article actually so if you go onto the site and go to thepodcasthost.com forward slash mics this is one that exists it's one that's actually made <laughs> forward slash mics m-i-c-s uh, if you go to that article uh, you'll find a wee section on pop shields in there uh, final thing actually we covered this in the last episode but a quick mention again for headphone splitters so we covered monitors on the last episode but it's the final little accessory i suppose which is like how do you split your headphones if you have more than one person recording um, we talked a bit about the belkin um, splitter that has five outputs uh, you can even just get the little y splitters can't you which are mm. just you know for two people um, and for the advanced version you've got the behringer microamp um ha 400 i think it's called and there's a samson one as well actually we've got over on the shelves there can't see the model number uh q qh4 am i reading that right yeah, the QH4 Am- uh, Samson headphone splitter as well. Um, so there's a few options out there for headphone splitting um, if you have more than one person in the room. Nothing much more to say about them, I don't think, is there? No, that's pretty much it for that, They're I would cheap. say. Pretty cheap. 
All right. I think that pretty much covers it. Anything else you want to say about bits and bobs of podcasting? No. <laughs> a firm no. I'm uh, no. suitably, um, I, I need to go and recover yeah. from the, the sheer excitement from the bits and of bobs. this conversation. <laughs> Before we finish off then, I'll just mention Alitu, which is our podcast maker app. Um, if you've got all your equipment set up, you know, the next bit is actually recording. And then you go into editing. Editing's often the bother for everyone. Like you don't want to bother with figuring out the bit rates and doing your uh, compression, your leveling, your volumes, your conversions, all that kind of stuff. Alitu takes away all of that technical headache for you. You can just do your recording using your brand new kit setup found out on this series. And then you upload that recording, that raw recording to Alitu. And Alitu can help you process it, make it sound good. It'll add your music for you. It'll piece together all the bits. And it's got an editing tool as well, which can help you cut out the mistakes and finally it'll help you publish too so it'll create the final episode with all your metadata in and send it off to Libsyn, Blueberry or Spreaker or Buzzsprout or any of the other hosts around so if you want to check that out go over to alitu.com a-l-i-t-u.com the podcast maker app otherwise we've got a few more episodes to go on this equipment series haven't we what else do we want to cover yeah let's let's talk about DAWs next week (laughs) D-A-W's cool yeah so one of those bits of equipment just mentioned editing actually if you do want to edit yourself you need a bit of software to do it with so DAWs will cover that we're going to cover some recording software too and I think we'll finish up with video and broadcast something that a lot of people try and build into their process how to do a bit of live video how to broadcast it or how to just record some video clips in their podcasting as well sound good? sounds good cool all right well thank you very much for listening to this episode again you can find everything over at thepodcasthost.com forward slash podcraft if you want to look up the show notes otherwise we'll see you on the next episode cheerio cheers